and this is episode 64 of the Galactic Dads podcast. We'll bring you 64 bits of galactic goodness as we talk about some new daddy issues and what to entertain your kids with this summer. We'll talk about TV show news, including the fate of Jupiter's legacy over at Netflix. We'll talk about the movies coming out. Speaking of, who just got cast as Craven the Hunter over at Sony Movies? Also, we're going to give you some Nintendo 64 goodness. We'll talk toys, comics, and of course, beers of the week and dad jokes. So stick around. Five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? The Galactic Dads Podcast, a podcast by Geeky Dads, talking about all things geek, dad life, I and beyond language and welcome back everybody to the galactic dads podcast you are listening to episode 64 uh we will be bringing you some good nintendo 64 goodness in honor of the 64th episode however again as always i am b i am back and i am joined by some really good dad friends of mine you probably know a few of them immediately to my left is the man who's been absent for a little while but always near and dear to our hearts and that is intern justin what's going on man what up what up yeah i'm i'm, I'm glad you're back you're looking sun-kissed and hella cute yeah <laughs> i've been uh, putting a lot of hours in at the at the at the new job so uh yeah i'm burnt Oh, that's, he works outdoors in case you guys aren't figuring that out. <laughs> I just thought he was embarrassed. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm bright red, guys. I had way too much alcohol already tonight. Great, great, good. This should be great. It's 1130 <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> what are you doing? You know, what? What's the problem with that? <laughs> I didn't say there was a problem. So you've heard him already, and of course, that is the sultry, smooth voice of Laser Eric. How you doing down there? What's up? How we doing? We are doing recording well, so I hope it goes great. Yeah. I know. I'm excited to be back. I am too. Last episode we recorded, it was a long-distance call with our boy Joe Peresident from the Comic Shop Couch. If you have not listened to that, why don't you scroll on back and listen to episode 63 of the podcast. you really enjoy it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. And you should also uh, get ready to listen to the other guy that's on the show with us today. We are joined in the, uh, well, it's not the temple, but it is the Jedi John. And Welcome back, my man. Yeah, it's good to be back. It's been a couple episodes. It's good to have you back. I know you've been busy, though. Oh, yeah. You been, you been have busy. not taken a break from podcast recording. You've just been getting stuff done. Yeah, yeah. Over on the Force Dyad podcast, um, part of the Galactic Dads Network. Pretty good stuff. We've covered the first five episodes of The Bad Batch so far. I feel like you guys are a very specific podcast. Yep, very. I mean, if you like Star Wars, you're going to like the Force Dyad it's a, podcast. It's a good place to go. By the way, if you guys are interested in that, you can check it out over on Anchor. And that's what? Anchor.com slash? No, Anchor.fm. Yep, Anchor.fm, but we're also on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Apple iTunes, and um, wherever else you can find. Well, almost everywhere you can find your pod. We're not quite everywhere yet. Not quite everywhere. You'll get there. Anchor's getting them out there. It magically happens. All of a sudden, one day, people are like, do you know you're on this? I'm like, what's that? Yeah, All right, we're on I've never heard of that. I yeah. start getting notifications from Anchor on where we're at, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's fun. Did you know you're in a podcast network in Indonesia? <laughs> it, it does weird. Like, we've showed up in Kuwait. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> okay. Appreciate the listen. <laughs> yeah, enjoy, enjoy. Uh, but no, it's great. It's great to have you back, and we're glad that the, the show is going well, the Force Diet Podcast. If you guys are interested in that, definitely go check it out. 
Uh, but while you're over here, why don't you listen to us some more? If you want to find us on the socials, you can hit us up. Of course, the big three, the Facebook, the Instagram, and the Twitter, you can find us at Galactic Dads. Uh, you can find the rest of us. Uh, of course, I'll throw all of the socials and the handles down in the show notes. So go check those out on whatever platform you're listening to the show on. You can see all kinds of goodness there. Uh, but let's let's get into it, guys. Let's talk about the people who aren't here real quick. And that's only one person today, and that is Production Matt. Uh, he's out doing dad stuff. I can't believe it. <laughs> How dare crazy. he? It's crazy. It's just straight up rude. <laughs> I mean, every other picture we get of him is golfing. So, yeah, it's about time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, He's currently in a golf cart with his kid, though. I was so about to he say, just, did he take his clubs with him? He's very on brand. We're going to stop Unverified. calling him. He's no longer production Matt. He's golfing Matt. Uh, until it's too cold to go golf. And Does he have he, a Galactic Dad sticker on the golf cart? Because if he doesn't, I think that's a it's a big no-no. You have a new job. Ensure yep. that there's a Galactic Dad sticker on the back of the golf <laughs> Make cart. Make sure it happens. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, you can check him out um, on the socials at GD underscore production. No, post underscore production. There it so is. GD underscore post underscore production. And you can see he'll post pictures of the golf cart and him golfing and then other stuff. Uh, but, of course, we'll post that in the show notes as well. Uh, but speaking of being social, I like to drink socially, and uh, there's an app that lets you do that, and it's called Untapped. And uh, I think I think we should just dive on in to the beers of the week. Sounds good. Yeah. thought Not we'd bad. take it a little easy this week. I like it. Yeah. I like it. You can do it a little easy this week. That's good. I like it. I'm taking it easy. I'll start us on off. Uh, I am having a Lion Googles. It's a honey wee beer. Uh, and it's brewed with wheel Wisconsin honey. And it's a 4.9% alcohol by volume beer. I'm going to take my first sip of it right now. I'll let you guys know exactly how it is. God damn, that's fresh. <laughs> that, that is just a refreshing beer. Nice and crisp. There's no overpowering like honey taste. It's just good. It's like a nice light beer, which is what I'm looking for in these summer months. Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead. Take Uh, it away. Yeah. So uh, I kind of worked my butt off today. So I went with something really light, like a Bud Light. And uh, it's just nice and cold and it tastes like beer. And I'm just okay with it right now. I enjoy Bud Light. They're always refreshing. Keep it simple. So I've got from the Rockwell Brewing Company here at home in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, wife and I went out to the brewery this weekend. I picked this up. It's called Stand By. Hoppy Pilsner, 5.3 by volume. It's another nice, light-drinking beer. Um, I like Rockwell puts the temperature that they you should drink their beer on your cans. This one should be... I don't need to be told what to do. Okay? I get that, <laughs> but I mean, this one should be drank at 42 degrees, so it's a good cold beer to go with the warm months. Oh, all right. Yeah. Get it. Okay. Well, I've got uh, Spotted Cow from New Glarus Brewing Company. It's uh, 4.8 ABV. Um, I mean, I think the brewery's whole thing is, uh, I mean, it's an employee-owned brewery, and it's a delicious ale. Easy going. I think one of my dream jobs might actually be working at a brewery. Real micro, like real small scale. And uh, that way, I, every day I come home drunk, I can just say, hey, I was working. It's my job. It's my job. I would also gain 300 pounds, and it would just not be good. But a part of me says, yeah, I could do that for a week. Absolutely. 
take a vacation and you know take a week and go work at a brewery. And then, there you go. <laughs> I got a week vacation. Can I volunteer for that? There you go. Yeah. Just do that. <laughs> yeah, just find your favorite brewery. Be like, can I just walk around? Can I intern here for like four days? <laughs> like when I get tired, I'll just go home. You don't have to pay me. It's cool. Don't be doing me a solid. You only have to acknowledge I'm here. Okay. <laughs> just make sure that glass is full. Well, anyway, if you want to uh, suggest a brewery for us to go beg to intern at for free, you can hit us up on the Untapped app. You can find us Untapped. What is it? Acolactic Dads. There you go. You can See, find us. It's real simple. <laughs> Toast us, uh, suggest beers, or um, friend us on there. Yeah, actually, do all three. Yeah. Do yeah. it all. Do it all. All right, but... As we chug along and chug these beers, which we certainly will be doing later, uh, let's move on into these daddy issues. And uh, Laser Eric suggested a really good one this week, uh, but I want to ask Jedi John about his actual... Was this your first time going on a road trip with a with your son? Yeah, longer than... like We've been down to like Perryville, which is roughly an hour and a half from us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so longer, that was, it's been the longest... The four-hour drive to Louisville. 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 <laughs> With a little slugger in the back. Yeah. If you say Louisville while you're there, you get weird looks, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> that was just a huge joke for us, but we still did it. I can ima- <laughs> I can imagine the whole team just down there. I'm from Boy, the north. Boy, Louisville is so great. <laughs> Staring at you. I just, I imagine Justin saying it loud and blinking at people waiting for a response. I know it. Anyway, <laughs> it's a good time. It was a good time. It was a good weekend. Um, so it was easy, though, traveling, road trip with the kid? Boy, I tell you what, I knew we were in for disaster when <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> when on the way down, he slept all but the last 30 minutes, and he didn't fuss or anything. He was just chilling in the car until we got to the hotel, checked in, then we got him upstairs and fed. Good to go. So What's the problem here? So, oh, that was, that was the that was the the sign of it's all downhill from here. Oh, because he slept perfectly. He's like, I'm awake now. Yeah. Things are going okay. too well. Yeah. All right. So we uh, dealt with our first. Things are going too well. Uh, yeah, it's going too well. So um, naturally, the next day we dealt with our first fever and cold, and um, a hellish night of waking up because he couldn't breathe and oh boy, sucking yeah. out his nose with the little sucker thing. And you know I'm there. Yeah, and yeah. I, you know I'm there for a volleyball tournament, so you know. What's really good for me at night is to not sleep and be ready for my <laughs> 8 a.m. matches. So, um, yeah, it was it was interesting. Isn't it weird to show up uh, not rested because you were actually up with a child all night instead of out at the bars? Yeah, instead of hungover <laughs> that is, and out at 4 in the morning. It's yeah. such a different feeling. It really is. It, it really is. Let's be honest. Either way, you weren't sleeping. But <laughs> this one's a whole – you've never played this way before. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's different. It's a different experience, uh, and it was a learning experience for the wife and I. You know, it's uh, it was our first time being out with, like with a lot of friends, um, trying mm-hmm. to go out to dinner and everything else. And like, is it kid friendly? Yeah, until nine o'clock mm-hmm. when it turns into a club. But then you just put a little guy in some headphones, and he just jams out and smiles at everybody. And it's because the lights are amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the lights and the TVs were still on, so it was cool. And then, uh, but he was good for the most part during the tournament and stuff. It was just nights sucked because he couldn't breathe. And then on the way home, uh, disaster set in. So we made it like two hours in, and then it was just pure screaming. Oh, geez. And then we fed him more screaming. 
it was just it was we stopped like the last two hours of the trip we stopped probably four times oh jeez oh, it was man. it was pull over real quick oh, let me painful. see if i can just trying to get him to calm, calm down, down a and bit. Yeah. yeah i mean mom was in the back with him the whole time one of my our other friends rode with us and i just felt bad for him because i'm like I'm sorry dude and he's like Who rode with i've you? got kids jared <laughs> he's, he like, he's like he's like i get it man but he's, it still sucks he's just hanging his hat out the window like please drive closer <laughs> the speed sign yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah like we stopped at the gas station at one point and i just got out with him and just held him and we were there for 30 minutes just trying to calm him down because he was so and naturally you're in the middle of freaking illinois where there are 30 miles in between exits yeah <laughs> and the exit you do find you really don't want to stop at, but mm. that's the one you're you're at so <laughs> so uh for everyone playing at home john's son is actually 13 years old uh, so this is very <laughs> weird <laughs> no four is what he's four months old now yeah, four months. Yeah, that's exciting stuff. Yeah, but it was an overall good trip. Just dealt with new experiences for mom and dad being away with him. And then, uh, I mean, it was the first time he's really been sick. So, I mean, all yeah. that lumped together just made for a, a little kind of a rough weekend. But we, we made it through it. I feel for them, you know, being sick and stuff. But I actually applaud you for still going and taking your kiddo. Me, I'm like, Psh. Honey, either you stay home with the kid or somebody watches the kid or I'm just not going. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, that's that's how I would just approach that situation. After that so one you're night, brave. After that one night where he would not sleep, I told her, I'm like. Why don't you if, just go ahead and go home? I'll find is, another no, way. I'll, just, I'll Uber. I'll Uber. <laughs> I'll home, Uber no. four hours uh, home. But I was just like, if this is like, if this is going to be the same kind of night, I will go sleep with my, my teammates on a floor somewhere and just be okay because I can't do this again. It was rough. I hear you, man. But, yeah, good time overall. We've all been there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone at this table anyway. And if you're listening, you're probably a dad, and you have experienced that too. Probably been there too, yeah. Or mm-hmm. you're not a dad yet, and you're working on it, in which case. Keep practicing. Yeah. <laughs> or you're hearing the stories and thinking, are you sure? <laughs> I don't know if I want to do this. Yeah. I remember hearing the horror stories and being like, oh, it's not that bad. It's worse. <laughs> it's whenever they're pregnant, everybody tells you all those awful horror stories. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, thanks for telling me now. I got made fun it. of. Like, they were like, somebody was just like, oh, yeah, you were so confident that that was not going to be that bad. And now you lived it a whole trip mm-hmm. with sickness and everything else. I'm like, yeah, it was rough. It hey, was just. Hey, was Hunter there? No. Hunter was not there. Hunter. Have you guys ever had uh, your toddler on a plane with you? Ooh. Yes. Uh, oh, I will in yes. October. When Rowan was, uh, I think he was three at the time or about to turn three, we took him on a plane ride to South Carolina for a family thing. And the second his ears popped, oh, he hell. went insane until we got up to the top. And, it, you know, he finally, like, leveled out. And then he, I opened up the window. I was like, dude, check it out, clouds. Sucked into it the rest of the, the, rest of the <laughs> ride. He was just like. I can't stop looking at these. These are awesome. I'm such an idiot. You're like, then I opened the window and I was like, yeah, I bet everyone on the plane enjoyed that. <laughs> no, like the shade screen, stupid. <laughs> God, sometimes I'm an idiot. It's a little stuffy. I, I got to pop a window. Just pop a window real fast. Yeah, no problem. No one's going to notice. <laughs> Explosive we, decompression. Oxygen mask just dropped down. 30,000 feet. It's oh. immediately dropped to oh, 15. I thought, the I thought it was okay going. to open it up right now. <laughs> God. Crack a window, man. It I'm said not. emergency only. I felt like this was appropriate timing. Right. God, sometimes I just do real dumb stuff. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but then you say he was sucked into it the whole time. I was like, yeah, that probably happened. Yeah, he got sucked out and it didn't have any more problems. Anyway, that's fun. That's fun. But 
Moving on to the actual scheduled agenda item of daddy issues, we have another problem as the uh, months are getting warmer. You can now go outside without a mask. The pandemic looks like it's on the way out. Nature's healing. I passed a bar today. It was full of people with no mask, which means they've all been there the whole time with no mask. They're right. just doing it with the doors open and don't care. Alcohol disinfects. It's okay. <laughs> You'll be all right. But um, like school uh, sports, Kids, teams, all that kind of stuff's picking back up. Uh, theaters are opening back up. If you were somehow lucky enough to still have been hanging on to your AMC stock, you're very happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but theaters are they're doubling down. They're ready to get people back in. Like it, it feels like everything's starting to pick back up, which means schools closed. Kids are at the house, not ready to learn on their computer. Or tablet, they're right. ready to go outside and do the stuff they used to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and let Laser Eric take this one because I think he's a little more versed in the fresh hell that is children's <laughs> activities during the summer. <laughs> well, it, with with our boys, it, Barrett he's he's just happy to be there. I mean, he's down for whatever, so it's not as cool big of a deal with him. Yeah, I mean, I you know, we could just as easily hand him a tablet and let him play games. And, you know, if you try to bother him, he'll scream at you to leave him alone. Logan's a I'm little busy? more, yeah. Logan's a little more, um, requires a little bit more attention. I guess you could say or requires a little bit more, uh, stimulation. Um, we always give him the choice. Like he's always played sports, even, you know, even last year and stuff like that. He, you know, they had some sports that he was able to play, he played soccer for a couple sessions, played flag football. Most recently, we always give him the option, and he actually wanted to take the summer off, which to me, that's one of two things. That's either, oh, that's cool. He wants to get his thoughts together, figure out what he wants to play, or he just wants to hang around and do hood rat stuff all day. <laughs> what's, what's hood rat stuff? <laughs> it's going to be a just, delinquent. How old is he? He's eight. So he's just hanging out with his hand in Cheetos and playing video games? Yeah, I mean, he's smoking just cigarettes run the neighborhood and be silly. <laughs> <laughs> smoking cigarettes. No, but we've uh, we've we've started the habit every day. We'll go like when when we're able to, we're not working. We'll go for a walk around the neighborhood or go for a bike ride. We've That's also nice. it's weird because he's eight and he's smart enough and and you know obviously proven himself capable of handling himself and a lot of things. So we've started letting him ride around the neighborhood on his own, mm-hmm. you know, which that's a little strange to us because we haven't done that. We actually, for the first time a few nights ago, went to the grocery store without him. Left him at home? Left him at home. Yeah. What? Now, we took B with us, but we left him alone for a good 45 minutes at home. And, and you know, he knows Test all the, the rules and everything. We're just kind of testing the waters, and he did fine. Yeah, like you know, all the indoor cameras yeah. up on your smartphone watch watching him. He's just sitting there <laughs> yeah. playing Nintendo Switch. He oh, yeah. Back, he came back. The house wasn't burned down. <laughs> That's always good day. Dude, he didn't even leave the couch where he was sitting when we left. It was like, we'll be back in 30 minutes. All right, whatever. Uh, yeah. Never. Yeah. As long whatever. as I got my snacks and my Nintendo, I'm good. Me and the yeah. dog would be fine. <laughs> yeah. But the, the question always comes up is, you know, especially now, because last year all the kids missed out on a lot of the cool stuff they got to do. No summer campouts with the scouts, no outdoor activities, no indoor activities, no nothing. So this year, it's it, for me and for, for my wife, I think it's doubly important for us to try to participate in as much of that stuff as we can since we didn't have it last year. I don't yeah. know. How do you guys feel yeah. about that? Well, 
personally, uh, no, I'm not ready for any of that. <laughs> but my kids aren't quite ready for that either. Kinsley's just now four. Right. But you know, when starting she, to ride a bike yet? Yeah, she is. Uh, but she refuses to actually push the pedals on the bike because it's not the same as her big wheel, and she loves to rock her big wheel. Right. And I'm like, you know what? Do the tried and true. I'm with you there. But um, I didn't pay for this bike for you just to have <laughs> just it take up space in my garage, okay? <laughs> Do you have your own bike, Brandon? No. Okay. Step one, get a bike. <laughs> you know, let me help you out real quick. I had a bike. Sold it. Because um, I never rode it. I should need a beer money. I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna say like I can totally see you on a bike. I can totally see you on a bike. This guy, <laughs> I cannot see riding a bike. Like I've got one volu- of those bike trailers. voluntarily, like voluntarily choosing to go ride a bike somewhere. Hang on a second. You're right. Yeah. No. <laughs> a few years ago, though, I was for some reason training to be part of like a triathlon team. And I was doing the, you're laughing. <laughs> you can't keep it in. I used to do like 30 to 40 mile rides. For real, legit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's closer 10 years ago now that I'm thinking about it. It was like 2012. If you get a good enough bike, it doesn't really feel like that long. Of I had a distance. road bike, for mm-hmm. real. And I would go and just do the Creefcore Lake. Mm-hmm. I would lap it, and I would ride it back over the bridge and then at that commuter lot there. And then drive back home. Back when I had my apartment. Oh, yeah. You slept next to my bike, you fool. You were probably too hammered to realize it. It was (laughs) a fool. If I was sleeping at his house, there was other things happening. (laughs) You weren't being athletic, that's for sure. Well, sometimes I was. (laughs) There were games. They were all just drinking games. Beer Olympics, right? Yeah, Yeah, Beer Olympics. Louisville Chugger. That's where we're going to leave it. Louisville. Louisville. But then once I, once Kinsley showed up, yeah, I sold the bike, man. Gone. I'm. I'm not riding a bike. You know, I'd love to sit here and say, so, John, to your point, I, I have two bikes, and I'd love to ride. One's a Harley. That, <laughs> no. But but that being said, I mean, we don't – I don't ride as much as I wish I did. I mean, I even bought one of those trailers so I could lug Barrett around in it, and we did that a little bit, and, you know, it was fun. But Then you put it away and haven't used it in forever. Yeah. So now that, he uses it when he rides his bike to the liquor store or yeah. cases of beer in it. Well, yeah, now I use the bike trailer for that. <laughs> yeah, ferry all, all the 30 cases home. Get all kinds of 30 packs, but that that's something I probably should commit to is, you know, if the kids and everything are going to be outside, maybe I should get off my lazy butt. I had to do, do the same thing. Rowan's getting really into skateboarding and BMX. And oh, sweet. He learned how to ride a dirt bike over the last weekend. The guy, I mean, the little guy won't let me sit down for anything. So at least once or twice a week, we'll go for a ride or at least around the neighborhood. Just, Dude, just on our bikes. Your kid sounds awesome. Dirt bikes, <laughs> skateboards. Come on, and man. Yeah, I'm teaching him how to skateboard. I mean, he's right now he's just figuring out how to get his balance and Oh, you did send the video to the group chat of him yeah. trying to figure out how to get up over the curb. <laughs> the little curb there. <laughs> that was pretty. That was cool, though. He he wiped out quite a few times doing that. You didn't see the, all of the videos I took. Those like. are the videos you should have sent. <laughs> right? Him just eating it. I mean, I mean, he played it like a champ. He got up every time. He's like, I'm going to get this. Like, yeah, you're going to have to. <laughs> that's awesome, though. But that shows, like, determination and everything else. So that's awesome. Oh, yeah. He won't quit. And so, Justin, when you take, when you take Ro to, like, a, like a, one of those adventure parks or whatever, like urban air or like a place with trampolines or, or what do you ever get the other parents in there? Like how old is that kid? Cause mm-hmm. he's doing stuff that he probably shouldn't be doing. Uh, it, this last time we were at, uh, I guess it's, I guess it is urban air. You know how they have those diagonal, uh, trampolines that go up against yeah. the wall. Yeah. He was doing backflips off them mm-hmm. and 
Again, the, the older kids. Why do you not talk do about it. how cool your kid is more often? I don't want to brag. You he's know? doing he's doing dope stuff, dude. I mean, he's he's really. I mean, yeah, he's he's so. Next time he's doing backflips off the diagonal trampoline at Urban Air, I'll, you yeah. take a video yeah, of that stuff. We'll post it. Well, the last he's time like, I was well, there, with great. Him, now I'm making it up. We were there. For, <laughs> we were there for a birthday party, and he was doing them, and I was trying to do them with him. And my sister got a video of me just like eating the edge of the trampoline as I came down. <laughs> Why didn't you send that video to us? <laughs> yeah, right. that's the we video. That to, I'll, I'll have to ask her to send it to me. But yeah, are you thirty yet? I'm 30. What are you doing yeah. on a trampoline? <laughs> you, you I'm still trying to, God, still trying to keep it young, you know? You are young. But I still skate, too. <laughs> yeah, with you, you are. Know, I, you know, I'm, like, I'm trying to show him how to do a kickflip right now, and he's amazed by that. New rules. When you're over 30, stuff don't bend. Oh, it no. breaks. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely feeling my age Like my days. will, you know, just completely broken. There's nothing like trying to be athletic and having an IPA in your hand at the same time. If he says feeling his age again, I'm going to make him feel his age. Oh, we know how old you are. I'm not ready for that conversation yet, so let's keep it moving. Neither am I. How about that? You got any, any summer stuff resuming that you're looking forward to? What about uh, volleyball teams and stuff? Uh, I'm I'm trying to retire. That a boy because stuff give hurts. Up, give up your stuff dreams. Hurts. No, I am. Um, <laughs> I uh, I mean, we went to Louisville for a um, volleyball tournament, and man, just a couple of the plays I was doing, and just disclose some information real quick. My right shoulder has been Destroyed. really messed up for a long time. Like I should have like had medical six years, right? Yeah. I should have had medical attention a while ago, but I just have keep, like a Pez dispenser like, with ibuprofen in it. Yeah. Oh no. Before I start playing, <laughs> the ibuprofen goes in. Um, and I just, uh, you know, like there was a couple plays this weekend, especially that I would block a ball or something like that, but it would go off just my right arm and the shock wave of that. Just, I think my wife said it best in one of the live videos that she put on Facebook because I blocked the ball and I came down and I literally just I just went straight down to the ground with my arm like it was barely hanging on it felt like and she's like I think this is the year that he might actually go to the doctor I think he's broke and I'm pretty sure she's <laughs> right and but no um sand volleyball's in full swing I mean it's been in full swing the whole time outdoor activity for adults kind of just like people were like we're gonna do it because we want to do it. And so um, this year has been full, and now we're in full force for summer, so leagues are full pretty much everywhere. It's a good time. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, everything else is just we're going to get my kid in the pool this week, or this not this week, but this uh, this summer for the first time, obviously, and uh, looking forward to how he does with that. So You know what you should do? You should come over to my house because I just got the super sick inflatable pool. It, it, like it's a small one, obviously. But this thing's got like cup holders and like <laughs> yes. two sections that are clearly made for adults to recline in, while the kids just go crazy in the middle of it. Yes, you should do that. I've got this blow up thing that you could put four in that completely acts as like this crazy life raft with like stuff for him to do. But you could let him go in the pool and he'll be perfectly fine. I know because I did it with Kent recently, and <laughs> yes. so. While the wives and the kids are in the pool, you can help me build the studio in the basement. Oh, yeah. That sounds like... Well, you want to do that? <laughs> yeah. You want, uh, let's absolutely. do that. That's a good idea. Because I'm pretty sure if I say, honey, 
Olivia's coming over with four, and it's going to be a great time. She's like, oh, my God, yes. And I'm like, and John and I are going to be in the basement getting drunk and banging hammers. Yeah, be, something. Be, yeah, because my sponsors already stopped listening by now. Um, yeah, there you there, go. There'll be beers, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I completely forgot. You've there been gone be so beers, long. Right? I forgot that you have a raging problem. <laughs> <laughs> and, yes, I would love to put power tools in your hands. It's a good time. We have a good time with power tools. Indeed. We get stuff done. Slowly. I get stuff done very slowly. But anyway, uh, we look forward to all types of summer activities re- returning. Um, my only downside to that is I realize how demanding time-wise for fathers that all these activities can be, especially if you have kids. Uh, and that means it gets harder to schedule podcast recordings. Uh, but don't worry, I'm working my way around that with others. Oh, you've got a yingling bond? Black and tan, even oh my god. Anyway, I'm not an alcoholic. You might need a blue flag. Yeah, I'm not let's sure if do that, that borders on. Uh... <laughs> let's do that. Is that kid friendly? Anyway, I am. Uh, I'm working on getting back to some creator interviews and stuff, reaching out to other people uh, who are creators in the comic industry who would love to be on the show. Uh, I've had a few people reach out to me already, so I'm, it's looking good. Like we're gonna get some creator episodes back on the dock, and I look forward to that very much. So. So, uh, personally, I'm excited. But if you guys who are listening have some cool stuff you're looking to do with the kids this summer, hit us up on the socials. Let me know. Uh, if you're a Patreon member, definitely hit me up there. I'd love to hear what you got going on. We'll definitely mention you and the activity on the show. So, let's check that out. But uh, I'm going to tell you guys what I do with most of my time. It's clearly not work or play with the kids. Uh, it's watching TV shows. And first out of the gate, I just want to tell you guys, I started watching Mayor of Eastwood on HBO Max. So freaking bored. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, I hope it picks up because I started watching the SNL skit where they make fun of it when Elon Musk was on there. Mm-hmm. It, it was about uh, how people in Pennsylvania say things weird. And it's like they murdered my dearder. And uh, I was like, they don't really talk like that. And then... The main character said, where'd they find it with some water? And I was like, nope, I'm done. I'm freaking done with this. I I can't. I cannot. That, and it's boring. I fell asleep twice. I'm done with that freaking show. (laughs) You tried. Uh, I did. I give it my best. I might Wikipedia it, find out how it goes. Uh, But the other TV shows I was watching, just recently we talked about, last episode, in fact, Jupiter's Legacy in depth with Joe President. And we were talking about how much we liked the show and – you know, it, it, it has its faults, right? You know, it's not all perfect. Like, some of the scenes when the heroes are turning corners looking for people, I'm like, what are they doing? <laughs> uh, that aside, though, I feel like the show overall was entertaining, but there was some really interesting news that kind of dropped just yesterday, and it's that Netflix is not renewing Jupiter's Legacy for another season. Um, you guys here, have you watched it? I know, John, you had, you, you had thoughts, yeah. but you were busy. Yeah, I couldn't do it last week. But yeah, it's, it's. I mean, I enjoyed the show. I mean, yes, flaws. There were some slow episodes or slow timing for some of the episodes, but the overall story was was good. And um, I thought I was it was a lo- very entertaining show. I was looking forward to a season two. So hopefully, Amazon picks it up and makes it more gory. I'll be fine. Oh, I, I don't. I don't <laughs> know. Bring some we action need, into it. We don't need more gory from that show. Honestly, it was they, gory enough. They did a good job. So, I, and Netflix. I, and I think that's probably why they're doing it. They tried to do it at least was because they're like, well, they're ne- uh, it, well, Amazon's doing the boys, mm. and uh, obviously Disney has all the Marvel characters now. Mm-hmm. So 
They're like, we need to find some superheroes that we can really play off of. Well, I can tell you for certainty there's no way Jupiter's Legacy goes to Amazon because Netflix purchased the rights to all those characters in Miller World uh, from Mark Miller back in 2017. So that's that's staying at Netflix. They're just cutting the legs off of it? So what they're actually doing is they're going to move on to the same universe in universes Jupiter's Legacy, but they're going to focus on the villains, what the villains are up to uh, from a series called Super Crooks, which, again, sounds just like how I explained it. I know Hutch is a character in he Jupiter's needs, Legacy. Yeah, he needs to be in the. He needs to be in there. He should carry a show all in his own. He already did. Like every scene he was in, he stole. He did, and as a thief, that fits right perfectly. So I don't so, think he's ironically in, perfectly. He, I don't think he's <laughs> in Super Crooks, uh, but I think he should show up because he's an awesome character. Uh, but it's what are the supervillains doing during this time? It's, they're out to pull off the most unbelievable heist that you can think of. And that is the story Netflix wants to tell right now. So what they did is they released all the actors uh, like Josh Dummel, Leslie Bibb, uh, the, the big guns from Jupiter's Legacy. They said, you know, feel, feel free to chase other projects because we clearly not going to use you right now as we pursue super crooks. So it wasn't necessarily canceled per se. It was just kind of put on hold. Yeah, is what we're it not, sounds like. We're not doing it. Uh, the official statement from Mark Miller was that he feels confident they will return to those stories at a later date. And I do believe him. I mean, before the pandemic, I thought we were going to get Jupiter's Legacy and the Magic Order way before we did. But, of course, everything got put on hold. Uh, but they did deliver Jupiter's Legacy. I actually was surprised. I know I tweeted about it. I was like, oh, my God, Jupiter's Legacy just dropped on Netflix. Yeah, just randomly. Yeah. I was like, There yeah. wasn't a whole lot of hype about it before it came there out. There was a little bit because I remember seeing the Utopian and being like, dude, Josh Dummel looks weird with a gray beard but okay <laughs> but his like his costume just looks sick i was like that's one of the things i think they did really well in the show is they made it look like old comic book characters but their costumes look cool as opposed to like say oh i don't know superman's in the snyder verse <laughs> it just seems what what is what is all this detail going on in here man uh, but batman's look badass so i'm kind of in between on how i feel about the snyder verse costumes <laughs> Uh, but they still beat the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and we'll move on from that. So, <laughs> the news there is if you're a fan of Jupiter's Legacy, I hope you really enjoyed what you got because you're not getting any more for a really long time. Do you think Super Crooks might provide some context there? Because honestly, Jupiter's Legacy didn't grab me. I'm not familiar with the source material, but it just didn't. I didn't pick up on it real well. I didn't really, honestly, I didn't really enjoy it, so I didn't give it too much of a go. Do you think maybe Super Crooks, if they do it a certain way, might provide context that helps people, say, like me, that maybe weren't into it? So I would say yes a little bit. Um, If you did not get to some of the scenes with Hutch. I didn't. Oh, he's absolutely the best part of the show. That's when the show really started progressing and getting a little more aggressive with some of their storylines. Um, there were, I mean, well, we can spoil it. I mean, it's, it's over. Spoil it. It It doesn't matter. I mean, there are times where, I mean, he has this, do we, we never get a name for the tool, do we? It's his, uh, it's his rod. Yeah. It's like a rod. Yeah. It's just a rod that he has possession (laughs) of. Um, and it, it, it's a teleportation device. Teleportation. So he can get anywhere. He can say inside that safe and it would take him into the safe and back out or whatever. So it's an extremely useful tool. Incredibly useful. You can also huh. do other things with it, like, I don't know, teleport somebody to shark-infested waters. 
while they're holding it. <laughs> yeah, the mistake that some antagonists made while they're trying to shake him down. Yeah, because he owed somebody money. or um, He starts so he the show as something. a petty criminal. Gotcha. And he doesn't have superpowers. He just can use this rod, right, to teleport. So a superpowered crime boss who's kind of imposing is trying to just shake him down and make him do what he wants. But the entire time, like, he never flinches. Like, he never seems afraid. He doesn't even care when the Utopian shows up. He's just like, all right, well, I'm not doing that. You know what? Let me go ahead and do this heist while he's busy, and I'll move on. Like, he's just he doesn't flinch. So when this superpowered mob boss sends two guys to shake him down, and one of the guys who apparently can make his tattoos come to life, and one of the tattoos is an octopus. Pretty cool power. Nice. Yeah. Really, though. Yeah. Pretty cool power. By the way, <clears throat> it's been done. It's called Tattoo Man. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. W- when he grabs he grabs the rod from him and says, I've got your toy. Now, this is what you're going to do. They're trying to definitely intimidate him. And you can see in that moment, Hutch just breaks, right? He's done. He's like sick of this crap. So he goes, see, the fun thing is shark-infested waters. And the guy holding the rod disappears. Oh, wow. And he looks at the other guy and he says, I don't have to hold the rod to use it. It and only then, listens to me. And he says, home. And the rod shows back up with a tentacle wrapped around it and some water on the table. And he unwraps it and goes, and I can send this thing anywhere. I think the guy's name was Big Boss. Is Big Bo- Mr. Yeah. Big or Big Boss? Yeah. yeah. Big Boss's heart. Rod disappears. He goes, home and he's like holding eye contact with the other guy Which trying like to intimidate oh wow yeah. chilling yeah he goes home and when it comes back it's just covered in blood oh wow and he just huh. takes a bar napkin and is like wiping it down so he's like <laughs> he's like telling this guy he's like i just broke a promise to my father who was sky fox who followed the code of no kill whatever and so he's like and he like moves on and huh. the guy's like hey man i was just doing my job like no hard feelings and he's like i get it Hey, I'm going to need a favor. Yeah, you work for yeah. me now. Yeah. And it's then all of a sudden it's, you're it's, like, It's that yes. Joker moment where he's like, yeah. yeah, you work for me now. <laughs> We're going to have tryouts. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. only one position. But, but after, <laughs> you guys will figure it out. <laughs> um, no, but it, it was a super strong scene, that one specifically. And I know you guys covered it on the last episode. That's but probably the best scene of the whole series. That is, um, I would agree with that. Uh, and well, Lady Liberty losing her, losing her cool a little bit was was good to see. Oh, it was good. It wasn't. It wasn't that. It good. wasn't on par. Um, but Hutch is like, and that's his storyline alone. Like, if he is involved in the next project, which if they don't include him, I don't know what they're doing. Um, because he's a great actor too. Um, he really is. Uh, it would be a miss for Netflix not to include him. Who's he, the actor for Hutch? Oh God, I knew it last episode. Give me a second. I'll jump it. Go ahead. I'll jump it. <laughs> I have the power of the internet right here. Anyway, but yeah, overall, I mean, the series is slow moving in some cases, but at the same time, um, good storyline. Uh, I know it stayed pretty true to the comics, even though they tried to throw some red herrings in there um, for other stuff, but it was um, pretty solid, and I enjoyed it. And I'm going to miss it if it doesn't come back ever. That is Ian Quinlan plays Hutch. Yep. There he is. Yes. And I'm not, I don't know what I've seen him in before, but he looks, he, he looks, looks familiar. so familiar. He does. But he is a, well, two things. One, great actor. Two, really makes me feel dad bod. 
There's a couple of shirtless scenes where he walks by, and I'm like, you are a petty criminal that drinks, smokes, and does zero physical activity. How am I supposed to believe this? <laughs> yeah, he, his, his he was pretty back, ripped. His back had abs. I was like, calm down, buddy. <laughs> back abs. Your Spe- abs have more abs. Speaking of people's bodies who's upset me, we'll talk about that a little bit. He was, uh, he was also Carl Pinkney in Gotham. Yep, that's it. He was on Gotham. Of course he was on Gotham, which is a great show. Intern Justin, you watch Gotham? I watched the first season. I kind of got bored with it a little bit. Oh, you missed Jerome. I I saw a lot of the stills in a and couple of scenes. And the real Joker, yeah. which was dumb because the real Joker was Jerome. Come on, let's be real. Yeah. I mean, come on. It was. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. Ah. But like I said, I watched the first season, and I was, pretty, I was pretty into it. And then when season two came out, it just didn't grab me. So I was like, I love oh. how Gordon just had some dimes in that show. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah Even yeah. during No Man's Land. Dear God. Like, what, <laughs> people are homeless. It's a terrible cutoff community, and you're still pulling supermodel stuff. Yeah. They got time for makeup? Good for you. Excellent. <laughs> Crushing it. Excellent. But also, though, have you seen Gordon? I mean, like, we're not the same level. He's clearly <laughs> above me. He was a handsome man. It's fine. It's fine. But anyway. So, yeah, for, so if you love Jupiter's Legacy, don't go looking for next season, but we will move on uh, because if you're looking for a real handsome man who's up to some mischief, you're in luck because in about two weeks we get to watch Loki as the first episode drops on a Wednesday nice. on Disney+, Plus, and it is looking like a lot of fun. Um, the more recent trailer that just came out uh, kind of lets you in a little bit more on the plot. Clearly, Loki is in a bit of trouble as he's causing mischief to the timeline, and there are police for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them, it appears, is Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. And uh, he plays Mobius, and he is a member of the timeline-protecting police force. I think time for whatever. Yeah, it's like TPPS or yeah. TPP, yeah, something like that. But uh, there are a lot of scenes in that particular trailer that let you realize that, hey, Loki was D.B. Cooper. Anybody else pick up on that scene? I saw that scene. <laughs> that, <laughs> that looks was like awesome. so much he fun. He and jumped out of the Are plane? they also, it's, it's going to be every Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday is the day of mischief. Interesting. Nice. Very cool. I like it. Interesting. I like it. Do you think they're just doing that to stay off? Because like Bad Batch still has multiple episodes left on Friday releases. I honestly don't think they care. If they released two shows of separate fandoms on the same day, we're still going to watch them all. Yeah, I was going to say, you're, gonna, you're say, just going to have a, a longer time on Disney Plus at that evening. <laughs> I will say the Mighty Ducks Game Changers just ended their first season. How was that? Honestly, it was, I mean, it's, it's a kid's show. Man. It really is. Right. Tru- truly is a kid's show. More but, kid's um, show than Bad Batch? Yeah. Oof, I just okay. thought it was hilarious okay. how yeah, Jonesy but from Letterkenny was the Jonesy coach. Jonesy from Letterkenny <laughs> is the Mighty Ducks coach, and you want him to act more like Jonesy? Isn't but that he's terrible. Still, but he still acts like you know you'd expect him to act. He's a hockey so. player. I mean. so that would mess me up. <laughs> it yeah. was it was hard to watch it, without him. Just but, being but honestly, ridiculous. it was still a, it was a good show. I mean, it was good for a season. I hope they have more seasons of it because I'll watch it again. But I'm not. It's, it's, it. it's nothing. I'm going to go back and say I'm going to rewatch this today. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it was you know they go through normal kid stuff like they're 12 year olds. I think oh, that's fair. Yeah, okay, I got it. Preteens so, and whatnot. So it's yeah. a continuation of the My Ducks films. Yeah. Sort of. Sure. Yeah, same theme, thematically. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's where we're at. <laughs> 
I don't know because I'm not going to watch them. But anyway. Um, <laughs> I've made my choice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So speaking of Disney Plus, we got a couple of cool things coming uh, from it later this summer. First and foremost, let's talk Black Widow. I'm going to the theater. I'm I not am. paying Disney Plus any more money. I'm going to the theater. We're 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 making that a thing, right? Like yeah, that, I'm that's gonna be that. Galactic Dad's outing. We have to. We might skip the episode just so we can have the time as a group to go. Yeah, hey, I'm going to podcast. <laughs> we're going to the movies. It's <laughs> been so long coming. Like it's been come on. three years since you looked at me and like <laughs> I really, really hope that there's something in I Black wish I Widow. Had your face on that one, John. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope there's something in Black Widow that makes us all kind of slap our forehead and say that's why we had to wait so long mm-hmm. for this movie. Yeah, make someone, it well worth it. Someone in the film's going to go COVID. <laughs> Jeez, getting excited! Don't spill your beer there. That's going to yeah, be sorry, uh, Red Guardian COVID. Like, that's about as good as I'm going to get. I can't wait to see him fill out that suit. Guy <laughs> have his belly popping Who out. Who got of fat? Everything. I also can't rate. Uh, rate. I can't wait to see Rachel Vice. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, I still like. She's still a fan favorite of mine. Ever since Emmy at the Gates, I'm sorry, The Mummy, um, I've been a huge fan. Such a good actress and still looking good when she puts on a Black Widow suit. She's got to be in her 50s, right? I don't know. Oh, my God. Speaking of 50s, I watched the Friends reunion. Did you guys catch that? Poor poor man. No, me and Katie watched it, too. Did not watch it, no. Mm -mm. So, you know, my wife enjoys Friends. Of course, you watched it. It'd be cool. Um I'm curious. One, does anyone else feel super old that they were all in their 20s when the show was on and now they're in their 50s? I'm like, wait, how old am I? <laughs> and also, what happened to Matthew Perry? Uh, on again, off again, drug Drug. Yeah, yeah I was drugs. about to say, life was not kind to him. I was like, man, that is not Chandler being sent there. Uh, everybody kept saying that. You could hear him slurring, but I didn't really pick up on any of it. I didn't catch that, but a part of me was like, did he have a, uh, like a have small a stroke or <laughs> yeah, something? Like, honestly. He said he had some dental work done that day, which I'm sure that's... Yeah, that's what you do when you have this thing scheduled yeah. for yeah. forever. You schedule dental work on it. Yeah, that's yeah. cool, guys. I got this live reunion at 2 o'clock, but I'm going to go to the dentist we'll do a root three canal. teeth yeah. pulled at <laughs> yeah. 11.30. So, it's fine. I still can't feel my I'm face. Sure it's just, I'm sure it's just... Anyway, we won't stick on that, yeah. but God, that made me feel old. Also, could have done with a lot less James Corden, if I'm honest. I but, mean, but whatever. For 52, you know, Jen Aniston still... Smoke show. Still could do it. Yep. I'm just, I can't get over the fact that Ross looks the best of all of them, and that really upsets me. I was going to say, other than a little bit puffier of a face, he doesn't look like he's aged at that's, all. That's probably because after Friends ended, he <laughs> went off and did other stuff that didn't involve being in the spotlight all the time, so he doesn't have all that stupid stress that the rest of them had. Well, look at Matt LeBlanc. Well, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. got great shows under his belt since then. That's true. He'd blown up, too. Yeah, but like literally... Like, he's got full-blown dad bod. I'm like, Joey, what happened? Oh, my God. But I'm like, yeah, it's also How you doing? 30. sandwich. <laughs> how, yeah. how you doing? You get my Grubhub order? He's just halfway to being able to play Carl in the live action. Oh, he's so <laughs> close. How you doing? I would watch that. Go give me a pizza burger. Tweet him. Tweet him right <laughs> now. Tweet him right On it. And say you need to. We need the horse. We got to cut your hair. I'm going to get blocked by him and every <laughs> other friend's cast member. That's fine. The next hour. Who oh, yeah, cares? I can care less. It. Go wild over there. I should take a picture of you doing it just so we can post it. Like, this is how Laser Eric gets banned <laughs> on social media. Right. Anyway. We all right. Kicked off of Twitter. 
Yeah, so on the movie front, though, uh, I know we are looking forward to Black Widow uh, this week <laughs> for Tom. What do you got? Sorry, just before we move along, uh, did anybody see a theory that's been kind of cruising through the... Uh, Nope, but I'd love to hear it. So apparently, and I don't want to spoil anything. If this, I don't, I don't think it would spoil anything. But everybody's thinking that the Taskmaster is a Winter Soldier clone, and I was just wondering. Now that'd be fun. I was just trying to see what you guys would think about that. Would be fun. I feel like it'd be a, a cop out. Nope, I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's probably who's de- someone who's derived from the Winter Soldier program. But clone, maybe not. I was going to say, I mean, in, in Civil War, they killed all the other experiments. They killed all the other Winter Soldiers. Yeah. So. And you saw no mention of, well, you saw the one, Super Soldiers in Winter Soldier, Captain America, let's call it that. But That's the true. There are other people popping up that we never knew about. But so. then, guess who also killed them? Same dude. Yeah. Same dude. I like it. Baron Zemo's very on brand. Even if he has his butler do it, that guy sticks <laughs> to his modus operandi. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I just wanted to pick your guys' brains about it, see how you I felt. Mean, can, about you, it. can you believe they still haven't announced who was even playing him? Yeah. Or her? Uh, I mean, I was I'm, a, I'm glad they're leaving it a mystery until we actually see his face, if we ever do. I was at Best Buy yesterday, and they have all the pops and the toys and stuff out for Black Widow again because they were out previously. Right. And then they all went back. And now they're back out. And I'm like looking at the boxes. I'm like, sometimes the toys will spoil it for you. Yeah, you'll have like a slash yeah. next so to I'm the like, no. I'm looking for nothing. None of the Marvel Legends figures did nothing. it. Nothing. None of the pops did it. Nothing's they, leaked. Nothing. My daughter's like running away and grabbing a Barbie dream house. I'm like, whatever, put that down. Days reading the pops box. <laughs> I'm busy. There is no clue. I'm actually quite proud of Marvel on that front. Yeah, they keep their leaps, their leaps, lips, lips sealed. Lips they're sealed. very good about keeping things close to the best. And they're even really good about changing uh, the toy from Black Widow on the motorcycle for Age of Ultron to Captain America yeah. on the motorcycle for the toy, uh-huh. uh, which I don't think was a secret so much as a bad move on their part. Ooh, but, ooh swing and a miss. There's yeah. going to be some pissed people. <laughs> All right. But keeping it moving, uh, theory-wise, I don't think it's a clone, but that could like that's got traction. That's got wheels. Yeah, I mean, makes sense. They're, they're going to have to put a spin on it if that's the case. But uh, either way, I'm I just want to see the gosh darn movie. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, I'm also excited uh, to let you guys know that we swung and missed on hoping for a No Way Home trailer earlier this week. Do we know why that didn't happen? Yeah, because it's not there. Uh, but I totally got rickrolled by Florida Man. Uh, for those of you who <laughs> listen to the, the Florida Man episodes. Uh, he sent me the trailer for YouTube, the No Way Home trailer, and about 30, so, I'd say 10 seconds into it, it is Rick Astley. Uh, Rick rolling the hell out of you. I was like, I can't believe it. You got me excited just to Rick roll me, you beautiful bastard. <laughs> uh, so there is no trailer this week, even though it was Tom Holland's birthday, which is what everybody theorized for Tom Holland's birthday. It'll drop the trailer for No Way Home, which hits theaters this December. Uh, so people were hopeful, and nothing. No. But speaking of Spider Verse news, ooh, you want to take it? Nope. I want you to take it. Oh boy, because I'm gonna finish this beer. So, <laughs> Aaron Taylor Johnson, who, for those of you that don't know who who that is, like the Sony CEO, who has no clue who it is, um, 
he played Quicksilver in the Marvel Universe for all, Age he, of Ultron. He played bad Quicksilver. Bad Quicksilver. I wouldn't the say bad. One. bad. Not well, as good. He, he was bad until the end of the movie. No, when he, he got shot. Get shot. Uh, anyway, because the other Quicksilver can age stop bullets and move them around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This Quicksilver was not as fast as that Quicksilver. Clearly. Right. That's why he got recast. He didn't see that. <laughs> they both did. <laughs> Boner. <laughs> it's a reference uh, to Ralph so Boner from WandaVision, if you don't know. Um, but, but he did get uh, casted as Craven in Sony's Craven the Hunter movie, so part of the Sinister Six another member has now been launched. So I'm excited to see him on screen. Are they all going to get their own origins and then create a powerhouse supervillain? Honestly, they should. If they're smart, that's how you do it. It sounds dope. I'm up for it. Let's talk about who we've got already. We've got Venom Mm -hmm. on deck. We've got Carnage now appearing. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I cannot wait for that. Morbius is just waiting for release at this point. Mm -hmm. we got Doc Ock. Mm Mm-hmm. And we have mm-hmm. Vulture too. Is he part of the Sinister Six? Yeah, but he that's, could be. He, that's over in Sony. He's kind of like in and out. I'm sorry, that's, that's over, over in Marvel. Marvel. Uh, yeah, sorry, my bad, my bad. Which, I'm sure they could cross over though. Out. They it, said they're trying to meld them. It could, but I doubt it. And if it does, it's not till they're ready for the Sinister Six. Gotcha, right? gotcha. Right, because that's like build your house before you move furniture in. Gotcha. Okay, and to do that, let's get these standalone films. I think a Craven movie. Is such a great idea. Yep. You know how entertaining that could be? Because not only does Craven, who is he, does he have superpowers? Kind of, right? He's just like super agile and hey, strong. Listen, he drank the elixir. Right. It's almost like Black Panther powers. That's what it reminds me of. Okay. In the Marvel Universe already. I was like, going to head that way, but you, you're already there. Oh, you're welcome. It's perfect. Thanks for mowing my lawn. <laughs> Go ahead and put gas in the mower when you're done. Oh, no, I leave that Language. Dirty mouth. Empty. Yeah, you would. That's why I go electric, you fool. Anyway, you forgot the laugh track button. <laughs> anyway, so he is super powered, right? So he can hold his own with Spider-Man, defeat Spider-Man, and according to the storyline in Craven's Last Hunt, be a better Spider-Man than Spider-Man. Isn't that crazy? Which was a great story. And then realizing he has nothing left to live for because he's proven everything Blow his head off with a shotgun. How depressing. Now that seems like a good way to go out. <laughs> hey, he left a note, okay? Yeah, it was a nice note. Okay. Uh, I have nothing more to live for. But then, after all of that, he has children, and they pull out Craven's next hunt and somehow resurrect their dad. Right. Nobody ever dies in comics. With the one rule. Nope. What was the one rule? Oh, hell, I don't even remember. Oh, Spider-Man had to be the one to kill him. Oh, that ain't happening. He doesn't kill. New rule, though. Which Spider-Man? Could be Doc Ock and Spidey's body during Superior Spider-Man, and he'd just be like, no probs. Pop, pop. <laughs> All right. Just, maybe well, it's one of the storylines where Spider-Man actually grows <laughs> extra arms and legs and everything. Well, <laughs> but what, that would be cool to Because wasn't that part of the Craven storyline for a little while is when he actually did, you know, his body started to turn? That's, you're thinking, uh, well, you're thinking the cartoon from the 90s. That's where I'm, okay, yeah, that's where I'm pulling that I'm from. I'm curious to see where the movie will timeline-wise take place in Craven's origin. I'm guessing we're going to get a origin because he was from the, he took the elixir in the 60s, I guess, originally. Originally, it was like late 60s. Yeah, and so, and he became almost immortal because of that elixir. He didn't really age very very much at all. It was almost like a Logan, like here's, a Wolverine type. Here, here's the thing I'm scared of. 
I'm scared that they go the ultimate Marvel route where he's like a reality star crocodile hunter. I don't want to see that. That would suck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I mean, they he could go he, that way. He That's was the best knife. hunter in Africa. That was his goal originally, and then he was. And then he <laughs> had to go wh- hunt. Uh, he had to go hunt new prey. I'll go after your Spider-Man. It's such a white man's thing. I'm going to go to Africa and be the best hunter. No, I <laughs> doubt it. <laughs> Probably like, uh, not. They have Wakanda. Knock it off. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what was it? Uh, Jurassic World. I don't know. Jurassic Park. Lost World. Yeah. When the guy's like, the buck is mine. He's just He just wants to hunt a T-Rex. That's all he wants to do. He's like, I've killed everything else. You don't even have to pay me. I got to kill the, t- the Tyrannosaurus. And I'm like... Good goal. Good luck, man. Congratulations. Good luck doing it. <laughs> when you die a horrible death, I will not feel bad for you. That guy actually lived, didn't he? I thought he died toward... In no. the Lost World? That I'm, guy lives. I'm, I'm sure that guy ate it at some point. No, I'm uh, pretty sure he lived. I think he lives and he just realizes the error of his ways or some crap. <laughs> no. He should have <laughs> just died. It's fine. Anyway, so back anyway. to Craven, though. So I am excited for this movie, if they do it right. And we'll see what kind of a quasi crappy Russian accent Aaron Taylor Johnson can pull off. Yeah, let's see, let's see what that goes. But I want to see his outfit. He, I hope, the I outfit, hope they go. They gotta go with the leopard print yellow and like the leggings. Yeah. Right, they only go down three quarters of yeah. the way. Wearing spandex underwear. Let's let's see it. If that's where we were going, I'd love it. They are good for mobility. <laughs> I have spear. Okay, yeah. Okay, God. welcome to the urban jungle. I always had the smoke <laughs> bombs and stuff. I, I, I think it could be good. I think it could be really good, and I really hope that Sony's actually building a Sinister Six. That'd be awesome. Uh, either way, I'm still going to watch it. I just hope they show off all of his abilities during this movie. Like super agility and strength. Uh, agility, and strength, um, his sense of smell. All of his like, senses. You're right. He's like yeah. a Wolverine without claws. Yeah, I mean, he That's really exactly is. exactly what Craven is. Except I think he has more strength than him. That's pretty much it. I, You'd honestly, be tired too if you carried around an adamantium skeleton all day. I that's I mean it's <laughs> heavy would, heavy lifting every day. I want Craven to be like quasi scary. Like, I want him to be terrifying, like a little bit demented too. Yeah, just terrifying. Well, yeah. he's already kind of a psycho. So that's yeah. True. yeah, all he wants to do is kill things. <laughs> he's that man for should Spider-Man, be so. scary. Yeah, and because obviously Spider Man won't be in this film. Yeah, what's his goal? What's he after now? Like he's got to morph into a villain because we don't need an anti-hero Craven. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we're going to get his true origin, and then something's going to happen where he's like, "Now I'm going to turn," and we're we're going to see that turn. I wonder if we end up seeing his daughters. Possibly. I thought he had a son too. He's got all sorts of fam. Because one of the sons beca- like, becomes like a Craven, Craven hunter too. Yeah, yeah. But they bring the original one back. Uh, who has a healthy fear of shotguns. Anyway, all right, let's move <laughs> I on. I can imagine. The one thing that I do want to see from the Sony Spideyverse, for lack of a better term, is you know how there's cameos at the end of Venom? Like, that's where we get Carnage. Mm. I hope there's a cameo at the end of Morbius. And I hope that that cameo is Kurt Connors. Because for all of Morbius, he's like hunting these bats and trying to get these serum stuff out of them to cure some type of disease, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, Kirk Collins is doing the same thing just with lizards trying to regrow a limb. So I hope Morbius looks messed up and whatever. And at the end, Kirk Connors walks in and he's like, I need your research. I'm sure all you see is like him in like a trench coat with the arm folded up or something. Yeah, yeah. He just walks in, or like he takes the prosthetic off. 
Yeah. It's like, I need your research. And he's like, you know, because I assume it goes poorly in Morbius, right? Because look at him at the end of it. So Morbius is just like, be careful what you wish for. And he's like, I'm just trying to grow. And then I'm just trying to be boom. We've got the lizard, another member of the Sinister Six Mm -hmm. already lined up. I think that's the way it should go. That's just me personally. Sony CEO, you should call me. I'll let you know who's in what movies too. (laughs) It's amazing. I'll hook you up. I mean, that's just a quick plug for like everyone really. Just remember, the suits don't care. The suits just want to know, is this going to make me money? And Mm -hmm. I put you as a director, so I hope you're making smart casting decisions. I don't know who that guy is, but I'll sign his check. I'll sign off on the check. Cool. It's an investment. I mean, come on. What do you think the Disney CEO is like? You think Chapik knows who all these actors and actresses are, other than unless they're a list? No, no he personally knows them all. No, they pay a producer and there's, pay the directors for that. There's like, a PGA that does that. Oh, I have no idea, and then I have no idea what the story is about. But just keep making money. Oh boy, I just love hearing about your problems. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all right, that's gonna ro- wrap up movie news. Oh boy, <laughs> so good. I need to isolate that. Okay. We'll be using that later. <laughs> that might be the name of this episode. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> anyway, so uh, speaking of being proud of you, I know you had some video game news for us, Laser Eric. Well, um, what we got the Nintendo Switch Pro? Video game news-wise, so E3 is like right around the corner. Is it actually happening? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, not no, virtual. I, no I, virtual garbage. No, I believe that there is, I, I, if not all of it, a very large part of it is virtual. I am so excited. But Wait, no. Nintendo is supposed to have a very, very serious showing. There's mm-hmm. been a lot of rumors. We talked a few episodes ago about the new Mario Kart, about a new Mario Party. Um, the, the latest in the Nintendo rumor mill is that the Switch Pro is going to be announced and be open for pre-orders here within the next couple of weeks. Oh, snap. Um, the big difference there is is simply processing upgrades. The Switch isn't a really powerful console. That's never been Nintendo's thing. They've never been in the arms race. That's true. It does but, play Breath of the Wild, and that's a massive title. Right, right. But what, well, it's Skyrim too, but hell, yeah. they could put Skyrim on a phone or on a <laughs> couch or whatever. I'd they still don't play care. it. Yes, but... The Nintendo has never made the most powerful systems, but they've always made the most unique. Um, but they are looking to upgrade the power structure of the Switch, it looks like, which could be good. I am hoping for some hardware upgrades for the Joy-Cons because I don't... It, John, you've got a Switch. Did you ever have a problem with drift on your as Joy-Cons? With, as with any joystick con- like controller, there's always a little drift. So Nintendo's always been the worst. Even from when the Agreed. 64 came out, which we'll we'll get into that. Those are just like flimsy, you know? Like yeah. Whenever you're holding it in your hand, you're like, eh, well, yeah, I feel like flimsy. I could snap this in half. And, and half, the, half the Mario Party Talking games about the controllers, stuff. John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, then, yeah. That's the that same thing. It's not the same after hours yet. Same man. thing. We're same all joined. No Easy ride. Uh, I am hoping for some hardware improvements on that to improve the stick drift because we're on our, I think, our second or third set of Joy-Cons for Logan at this point. And Kids I mean, he going plays crazy a lot, but he doesn't play that much. It's like $50 controller, aren't it? Yeah. 80 oh. For a set of two. Dude. Oh, for oh, a set, set of two. two? For a set of okay. two, yeah. 
Well, you get the right and the oh, left. Yeah. Right? All the dads in here going, oh, dude, are well, you serious? Yeah, but up until like three or four months ago, you couldn't get singles. Right. You had to buy a double. You had to buy a set of two or you had to buy a pro controller. You know, so it's kind of what it is. You're not going to let one controller be bad, but either way. Um, so I'm excited, really excited to see what Nintendo is coming up with. One thing I have been hoping for for years because they came out with the Nintendo Classic Edition a few years ago, and then the year after that they came out with the SNES Classic Edition. What I really, really, really want to see, and I'm hoping that they, you know, I'm hoping that they announce this or, or they do something with it. I feel like we're getting some traction in that direction. Is for God's sake, Nintendo put out an N64 Classic Edition. Mm-hmm. It's time. Yes. Why, why haven't they done that already? It's time. I would, I mean, I'll pay for it. I'm not even really worried about how much it costs. I, don't, I can't imagine it'd be more than about a hundred bucks at this point. Especially, I mean, it's, I'm sure they'd like, you know, tidy up the graphics and everything for especially modern TVs and everything. Yeah, I mean, do some minor remasters, have, you know, have a handful of games, just like the NES Classic, the SNES Classic. Yeah. What do they have on those? 20, 20 games? Yeah, 20 to 30. Like I think that, it's 30 yeah. games or something yeah. like that. And Most of them are first party. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that, it needs to happen, and I think it's getting to a point where it could because they released Nintendo released a 3D All Stars package on the Switch, which included Mario 64. You're starting to see some more of that 3D stuff come back out. I think it's time. I think they could come up with something, and I think that it would, would net do them really so well. much cash. Oh yeah, just all the old dads that are like, yeah, I'm grabbing that for sure. Well, yeah, I, it, we uh, we started talking. We were making some jokes this afternoon. Okay, it's the 64th episode, so let's celebrate the Nintendo 64 a little bit. And we went on for a good hour <laughs> about, you know, about games on the 64, about playing the 64. I mean, that was when... And how we're about to ruin friendships. Yeah, I mean, the 64. That, exactly. That's what it's built for. Uh, yep. Only the Strong Survive is the first system that had four controller outputs on the system. No screen peeking. Exactly. You know, the first Mario Party, oh, yeah. second Mario Party, Super Divorce Party. <laughs> uh, Mario Kart 64. Uh, you got GoldenEye. You know, I'm, I'm the odd job Perfect throwing dark. knives champion 1998. Perfect Dark. I, you know, I, I look through a list of the top 25 best N64 games. Ocarina of Time. Whoa, 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 hang on. That might be the list we cover in the After Hours show. Yeah, I'm game for that. Okay. But, I mean, you look at some of the games on here, and, like, if it, it, I mean, honestly, like, if it wasn't for the Nintendo 64 we wouldn't have a PlayStation 2. Right. Let's call it what it is. The PlayStation 1 came out first, but the controller sucked. The game sucked. There mm. wasn't There wasn't well, very many titles that were The DualShock came out after the 64 controller came out. Yeah. The 64 is the first analog controller to come out. And you get the rumble packs. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, well, let, hang on real quick. We have to be careful talking about PlayStation like that, okay? Because, first of all, lower your voice. Metal Gear Solid came out on the PlayStation. That's true. Gran Turismo. That's true. And then we got, uh, was it Crash Bandicoot? Mm-hmm. Which is clearly the precursor to Banjo-Kazooie, right? Right. Yes. Okay. All right. I'll give you Just that. So we all I'll know. give you that. All right. Absolutely. Okay. And, and, and when I say that the game sucked, I didn't mean that they all did um, or anything like that. But N64 that. really raised the bar. But N64 raised the bar. So I have a trivia question for you guys, and I think you'll have some fun with this. When the N64 launched, how much... 
was a third-party new release? How much did it cost? Like right now, if you go buy a brand new game like Mass Effect Legendary Edition, I bought it at sixty bucks. Right. How much was a third-party new release? Mortal Kombat Trilogy came out for the sixty-four at launch. How much did it cost? Twenty bucks. Twenty-five. Seventy-four ninety-nine. What? what? Yes. At launch? Yes. That is insanity. Wow. Yes. That was ninety-seven. I, I think it was like ninety-six, ninety-seven. I just feel like, like I, I and I remember getting like. The Mario games at like they were still forty or fifty bucks for that. Yeah, I think Mario sixty four was either I think it was fifty, but Mortal Kombat was like seventy four dollars. Wow. No way! Because I remember like when like I got it for Christmas and I, I I had Christmas money that year, and my mom told me said if you buy a game I'll buy you a game to go with it. I said okay fine, so I bought Mario. Because you're not not going to have Mario 64. It's like right. the best game ever. Right. True. I really wanted Mortal Kombat Trilogy, and she bought it for me. And I, I remember how much it costed. Because it was back in the old days at Toys R Us when you had to pull the little tickets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it had the Take giant price on the front. Take like, it up to the counter and have them grab it for you? Yeah. Like, That's $75? Are you kidding? And 75 bucks in 1997 was a little different. That went a long way. I'm just trying to think about... I made a mistake one time telling someone I was trying to impress that, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at video games. And she said, oh, do you play Mortal Kombat? I said, oh, yeah, I, I have. I'm pretty good at it. Real quick. And then on. she got over there, and her hands went to the top of the controller, and I immediately regretted <laughs> my decision. I'm going to take a game. wild guess. You did not finish her. I <laughs> Nope. <laughs> I got schooled. So funny was, story. Wasn't even fun. Funny story kind of along the line was when <laughs> Not Halo... Not even a good time. Just get decimated. <laughs> when Halo 2 came out, um, I was working for a game store, and I had the opportunity to play Halo 2 multiplayer against... Um, it was an all-girl team. I don't think they exist anymore called the Fragdolls. Anyway, first up, mad shout-out to the Fragdolls. Love the name. <laughs> yes, got completely embarrassed by them. It wasn't even close. <laughs> of course, yes, it was. It was very bad. You've been shut down. It was. It was bad enough that another guy that I was like in, in the group with, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, man, I played with a group against the Fragdolls and we smoked them." Like, no, you didn't. No, <laughs> You're you lying. Didn't. Go get another drink, buddy. You didn't. <laughs> Dude, Halo Two was the first game. Combat evolved, that, baby. That I remember, like, really caring about the soundtrack. Because at that time, I was really into a band, Breaking Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Still doing their thing today. Great. But they had an awesome song on there. And then also, Halo 2 was the first time I started showing up to people's houses and realizing, oh, you're online. <laughs> Not and, a land party? And that was when, uh, I think John was there, but uh, there was a, a man named Tank. I challenged Tank before on Halo 2. How'd you do? Also, not a fun game. <laughs> no, I mean, I killed him a few times, but he was disgusting at the game. So, sick with on it. the show before uh, we had, I made fun of him earlier in the episode, Justin, uh, not intern Justin, but KOTW, uh, our young money, I believe, as he's been called on the show before. All he would do was take the mic from Tank and talk mad trash. <laughs> yeah. And I do mean mad, inappropriate trash. See, that was back when you could get away with it for the most yes, part. Yeah. Now you can. And I remember standing behind the sofa watching Tank go to work. And it's like he changed as a person yeah. when that game started. 
Like he damn near clocked in. And then he just went to work. And then all you see is all these people like yelling. And because you heard through the speakers, right? And then all you could hear was Justin saying the most inappropriate stuff. That's the best part about that. He's like, Yeah, not only do you suck, but you suck. Your mom sucks. Your dad wishes he would suck. Like, like, just the worst stuff. And that was keeping it super PG as opposed to what I actually said. Uh, And dying for hours with laughter while they just went to work on Halo 2. No, ruining kids' lives. No joke. Tank saw me playing Halo 3 in my dorm room in college, and he was like, Hey, you're pretty good at this game. You ever play Halo 2? I said, <laughs> well, yeah. He's like, you think you're good at that? I said, yeah, I'm all right. He's like, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're trash. You're garbage. So naturally, I challenged him, and yeah, Oops. it was... Uh, Very one-sided. It, 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 was, it was rough. Turns out that John was misinformed. I was misinformed because, <laughs> I mean, I... I didn't play him in Halo 3, so maybe that was my game. I should have re-challenged him. So here's the question. First, first-person shooter experience. Uh, Go. Oh, man. I guess it would have had to have been GoldenEye or Perfect Dark. Um, I believe for me it was Perfect Dark. Um, it all comes full circle. Because yeah. my friends, I didn't have... Friends? Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't Rough. have... Um, we didn't, um, my parents didn't let us get... Goldeneye, but we got the world's not enough. But that was after Perfect Dark, right? Which was nothing so compared to it Perfect was cool. Dark. Was still a rare it wasn't game for World. For World's yeah, so Not Enough rare. was cool. Which was still Goldeneye. So Perfect Dark yeah. was Goldeneye essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just Perfect different. Perfect Dark skin. was was um, it was hailed as the quote unquote sequel to Goldeneye, and right. it was good. So, totally, I enjoyed uh, it. But the World's Not good. Enough was cool because you could you could. It was James Bond again, but you could program AI if you wanted to, which was mm-hmm. nice. But uh, nothing replaced the original. So, first person shooter, first one for me. Does Tiger Woods golf count? Or it no, would if Matt was here. Yes. Yeah. Shooter. <laughs> shooter. Uh, I actually think my first real first person shooter was in uh, on PlayStation. There was the Die Hard trilogy. It's uh-huh. a classic game. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the first Die Hard was like a third person. You run through the building. The second Die Hard, Die Harder, was a first-person shooter mm-hmm. inside the airport and throughout the rest of the film. That was my first real first-person shooter. And then, by the way, the third platform of that game, all in one disc, by the way, this was very impressive, It you were driving. Pretty so you were like driving a taxi through New York, dis- disarming bombs the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Did, uh, does Duck Hunter count? Oh, I mean, I guess it could. that wow. is the OG. If that's the case, because that's mine. Yeah, that would be mine. Say, yeah, that's that everybody. Register. That's Holy the crap. first time. Like, I for real thought I had a gun when I was a little kid. I was like, "Well, she's birds." Well, and they had the 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 NES had the criminal game too, and now we're going way off the rails. I think it was uh, Hogan's Alley or something like that, where you could actually shoot criminals with the zapper. What about Time Crisis? Does that is that before? Oh, that's way after. I okay. didn't get my hands on Time Crisis Look, pistol. No, no, time, Other time, Pumble, time Crisis came out on 64. They had a yes, 64 version of Time Crisis. Other people dream of, like, getting Rolexes and stuff, like, when they're to a certain level of success. Like, my goal is to have a Time Crisis machine. The, the arcade old, machine. Yeah, the big yeah. old big screen yeah. TV in you your house. deliver that in my driveway. I'll take care of it. <laughs> What's the base of that TV? 500 pounds? Sweet. Put it in the yep. basement. <laughs> you got it. What was your first N64 game? I know you said Mario. Mario. And Mario. then Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat Trilogy. Trilogy were the two for me, yes. Justin, what'd you get? 
Ocarina of Time was the first one I got my hands on. Zelda. That's oh, a yeah. hell of a game for a first N64. And it, you know, once you hit that water temple, baby. That game's incredible. It can can really send you for a loop. So I was late to the game on the N64. And my brother got it as a prize from a summer camp or something, which means that tells you how late we got it. Uh, so <laughs> it a little late, but I have still good. so many jokes, I'm not going to roll. Right. I'm not um, doing it. But we got a uh, N64 and then our first game with Mario Kart. Oh, so a lot of relationships were destroyed there. That's oh, yeah. good. And not as many as Mario Party. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, whatever. The the sixty four era was a an era for dividing friendships and households. <laughs> yes, it was. It's, I I was not super early to the release of N sixty four, but I still got it kind of early. Uh, but the game I got with it was uh, Star Wars: Shadows of the Empire. Yes, and that game's wow. awesome. That game is awesome. But the problem for me was I was playing a busted old TV. So the part in the game after the Battle of Hoth and after it was even after you fight Boba, there's like this underground cave level. I could see nothing. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, your, your AV. I was could just... see nothing. The TV was like an old tube television. Like, I, nothing. Like, it didn't even have brightness effect on it. <laughs> right. I could. Nothing. Contrast. Contrast. I couldn't What's even the gamma correction on that? <laughs> I couldn't even tell you. Take the TV outside and shoot it. <laughs> Mom! I could see nothing, uh, which really bummed me out. But the game was great. I had a lot of fun with that. But, uh, by the time I started playing N64, I looked over at the PlayStation because I got the N64 first. I looked over at the PlayStation and thought, yeah, that's what I want. That's yeah. what I want. Well, so Tony we sold Hawk. the N64 at Funko Land. Oh, Funko Land. That's right. Wow. Deep dig. Uh, and then used that to purchase the PlayStation, which, of course, came with Crash Bandicoot. And later on, I got Gran Turismo and Metal Gear Solid and Spyro the Dragon. And see, what's crazy is with, with the PlayStation. Splinter Cell. Yes. The newest, hottest games were never more than 40 bucks. Yep. Because that was Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VIII, nine. You had... Or you had, could wait a minute and pick up the classics. <laughs> you pick up the greatest hits for nineteen ninety nine. when greatest those hits, came that's out. That's it. That's and, how he picked up Resident Evil 2. But, yeah, Sony really, like, that. that's when... You know, that's when Sony came in and, and really stepped up to the plate and said, okay, this is what we've got to do to win. And, you know, they took a lot of the good stuff from, from the N64. Like, you know, they developed the DualShock controller, which allowed rumble. It allowed the analog sticks. They Hell, they're still using that freaking controller platform. I mean, uh-huh. the PlayStation 5 is a little different, but, I mean, other it's than that, essentially they've been using the same. it for years. Um, they took a lot of the, the really good, the 3D rendering and stuff like that. I, I really, truly don't believe that you get the leap from PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 2 without having the N64 to push it. I have to agree with you. And then if you if you look at the 64, that's the first system. Like, the Super Nintendo had two bajillion games for it. We remember a handful because they were incredible. The N64, we remember the majority of them. That's when Nintendo got to the point, I'll always tell anybody that listens, Nintendo will have less games than any other system out there. But if you blindly grab a Nintendo game, your likelihood of it being worth playing is 20 times higher than any other system out there. I agree. Whether it's a 64, the GameCube, the Wii, any of them, they, you know, almost always are rock solid with 75% of their games. Agreed. You know, that being said, though, can we talk about the one system that does not get the love it deserves? 
Sega Dreamcast? Yes. Yep. That's it. <laughs> Sega Genesis? Crazy Taxi? No, no, no. Dreamcast was the system that... Yes. It leaped eons above everything else around it, so much so that everything else kind of followed suit. Yeah, but it, nobody wanted the Dreamcast. Which is saying. weird. Which is so strange, because then all of a sudden the PS2 came out, Xbox was like, let's do this. I didn't and have somehow one. somehow Sega died. And I, Sega I went, didn't have one, but mobile. I had a bunch of friends like, that had Sega one. Sega went mobile after that real that's, fast. That's true. Not a lot of people had Dreamcast. And yeah, I think so. Sega did go mobile. And then after a while, they were like, screw this, nobody's buying Sonic. Uh, we'll just start licensing out the character. And right. that's how... Yeah, I to sell him off. I think Dreamcast. I think Dreamcast struggled from a relatively weak launch lineup, and I think that's kind of what hurt them. I mean, they were trying to compete against three different other consoles. They were at the competing same time, against so. the PlayStation, the Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, I mean, they, those were the two big ones that they were competing against. Yeah. Xbox was not a thing yet. No, yeah, yeah, but it was were, on the horizon. But if you ask somebody, hey, who were Sega's main characters compared to? PlayStation or right. N64, you wouldn't be able to name more than Sonic. Sonic, maybe Knuckles. Well, you might be able to name other Sonic characters. Yeah, yeah there's not much. Name, another, name another game. Echo. Yeah. Oh, God. Don't. Don't. That's the one. That game was so frustrated sometimes. Echo huh? the freaking dolphin. When you were Get going out of the here. cave and the yeah. electrical little things were okay. going. Okay, we're all in the same I'm page. done. Yeah. Hey, yeah. real quick. Speaking of incredible I'm done scenes that include a water level. <laughs> you guys ever played the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games on oh, yeah. Nintendo? The surfing oh, yeah. ones? No, the, the underwater. The original. Oh, the original. Yeah, one? the yeah. underwater oh, yeah. levels with the uh the impact. You ever get out of the under underwater level? I don't think I ever actually I beat never that did. on my own. That never happened. I don't think I ever beat it on my own. Same thing with the battle toads. Uh, I, oh my god, that the, one level is insane. Level. You can watch a YouTube video and watch somebody else complete it and be like, thank God. Yeah, somebody <laughs> somebody made it past. That's the beauty of Twitch. Now, if you're running into something that's frustrating you, screw it. Just find a video of it. Yeah. Somebody's bound to be playing. Yeah, they're breaking it down for you. Oh, by the way, it makes me think of a TV show real quick I have watched. Uh, there's a show on Apple TV called Mythic Quest. You guys watch this? I've heard about it, but I haven't watched it. Okay, so it's about like the world's number one selling RPG kind of game. It's got uh, Rob McElhenney. I'm, I'm not saying that right, but... Close enough. From It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. Mac. He's a creative director of this game. Well, great. And it's also written by Charlie Day. Awesome. Uh, and there's a lot of really funny stuff in this show. They're, they show you the behind the scenes, like how it would look if they're trying to make a game. So it's hilarious. That's what made me think of all the video game talk. That's a good good TV show to watch. I totally sound sober, I know. Um, You're doing great. Doing good. Doing good. All right, but... I think for video games, for the sake of saving stuff for the After Hours show, we should go ahead and keep trucking along. Yeah, check us out in the After Hours. We're going to cover our, not just our favorite, but uh, a list of favorite games from the NFC4. The top and we 25. Will, we'll reminisce. And we'll probably get drunk, make fun of each other. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be bad. Uh, before we move on, stuff? just uh, check out Dying that. Light 2. It's going to be coming out soon. And Biomutant, that's dope. Okay, check first of all, those are brand new games. Which both yeah. sound and look awesome. I know. I just had to throw them in there. All right. You going to play them? I already play Biomutant and yeah, I'm going to be us, getting Dying Light too. He said it was awesome already. He said it was awesome. It's great. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's as in-depth as we're getting. Uh, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's Kung Fu Panda meets RPG. Play it. 
Look at it's that. It's got Rocket Raccoon on the front, whether it knows it or not. It's got Rocket <laughs> Raccoon on the front cover. We're good. It's pretty awesome. There's a raccoon, a tree, and a Disney princess. Yeah, you got yeah, it. Yeah, it's a scene from Infinity War. Right? That's right. Wreck it, Ralph. I'm going to wreck it. I'm going to wreck it. All right. So, all right, let's move on, though, uh, to toys. John, you got anything? Is there any toy news? Nothing too crazy. Hasbro's been pushing a lot of Transformer stuff, which I don't care about. I know there's people that do. Target exclusive figures are still impossible to find. Good luck, G.I. Joe Hunters and Star Wars Clone Wars Hunters. If anyone finds a clone hawk um, pilot, let me know because he's the only one out of the set I can't find a four. So that's cool. Um, it just keeps screwing us over with Target exclusives. Really awesome. Uh, Lego has launched a few new things. Uh, they've got the Everyone is Awesome set. It got announced a while ago. It's 35 bucks, 346 pieces. It's this right here for everybody's eyes on the pod. That's Everyone is Awesome. That's set. Uh, okay. It's a nice rainbow. That's cute. It's a huge rainbow. It's just minifigs, and it, it's built around a rainbow. Cool set. Aimed at ages 18 and up, but, I mean, it's an easy one to build with your kids if you want to. The Lego Friends Apartment set, since we talked about Friends earlier, They've got that launching. Um, oh it's my got God. over 2,000 pieces. I was about to say, isn't that one of the highest piece counts of any set Well, for f- Well, for friends. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Star Wars are still way, way, couple, way. A couple destroyers. It. That's, yeah. Um, the Lego Spider-Man Daily Bugle set um, got announced. I'm not even really sure when it comes out, but it's $300. has 3,700 pieces in it. That one looks really cool. I saw that online. I thought that was really It's impressive. a cool set. And then they just came out with today. Um, the um, Japan's just kind of ahead of the game on some certain things. That sounds about right. So they had some ads run for some new Lego sets for Star Wars, which are Moff Gideon's Star Cruiser, which is okay. yep. pretty cool. Nice. Yep. Need nice. that. Yep. Um, the Bad Batch um, Havoc. Uh, Marauder has been announced. That's the ship name from the Bad Batch, in case you did not know that. Um, so that's been announced with uh, Bad Batch characters in there. And then we're also going to get a new... Um, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess up the name of this ship, but it's uh, one of the Mandalorian um, fighters with Bo-Katan, a Loyalist, and a Maul... Uh, well... Short term for it is a Maldalorian. It's the uh, like Gar Saxon outfit for clone, from Clone Wars season seven, um, with a spike head um, on the helmet for the uh, Mandalorian soldier. Like a Maul, yeah, yeah, like a Darth Maul. Maul. Maldalorian, yeah, yeah. So pretty cool stuff uh, from Lego. Like I said, Hasbro hasn't done a ton of Star Wars stuff recently. They just last week was the launch date for the Clone Wars set. It was Obi Wan, Anakin, and Hawk, along with um, a, an Arc Trooper Echo which was cool. It's our first Echo that we got for um, any kind of uh, Black Series figure. Um, waiting on the new one from the Bad Batch because he's the only Bad Batch member that has not been announced. So looking forward to that. Nice. That's it. That's it for toys for me. I dig it. I dig it. I don't think any of us, the rest of us, have toy news, so we will cruise right on into comics. Uh, this week was a heavy week. We are looking at Batman 109. Uh, a lot of other stuff. But the only thing I really want to talk about is a new book from DC's Black Label uh, called The Nice House on the Lake. And this is a new horse series from DC. It uh, has been touted by Polygon.com as a blast from a vertigo past. And uh, any 
hardcore comic fan or almost general one from the 90s into the mid to late 2000s, we'll say Vertigo was their adult imprint uh, over at DC, and that was transitioned into the Black Label imprint. Uh, but they have a book they just released by James Tinian IV, who is currently writing Batman. Uh, he's doing a pretty good job on it. Uh, he's got a lot of other impressive writing credits under his belt. Uh, but this is a book that is written by him, but penciled by uh, Alvaro Martinez Bueno. And, um, you know, a lot of websites, including Comics Bookcase, have described this book as a near-perfect comic debut, uh, which is high praise. Uh, by the way, go check out Comics Bookcase. they got a lot of good stuff over there. .com. Um, but uh, this series is being touted as uh, 10 friends uh, or people uh, return to a nice lake house that they've been invited to by their odd but nice friend Walter uh, to this vacation paradise and obviously a nice house on the lake. Then the worst happens and the plot cranks into an apocalyptic horror story. Uh, so if you're looking for a good apocalyptic horror story uh, that is a 12-issue limited series, The Nice House on the Lake is definitely for you. It's receiving a lot of high praise. Uh, if you're interested in getting your hands on a copy, you can always check out Justin's Comics or justinscomics.shop. I believe they do still have issues available for sale, and we highly encourage you to go check them out, as every episode that has a comic segment is usually brought to you by Justin's Comics, because that's where I buy my books. Uh, and if, let me see, who, it was Sean. Yeah. Sean uh, definitely visited Justin's Comics. He loved it. And he's been bitten by the bug. Uh, it's it's, uh, it's a bad bug. But, I'm uh, so happy for him. We love it. Um, we covered it on the Forest Diad podcast. Um, his first comic book purchases have been uh, the High Republic comics by Kevin Scott. Um, oh, yeah, with Kevin Scott. They are excellent has he picked up the War of the Bounty Hunters by Charles Soule? I think that he pre-ordered it. It's, oh. I think it's coming out. It's coming out. I think that's <laughs> this week or next. Yeah, he 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 put it in. Uh, he he already has it going. At a like, boy, he got the High Republic the next issue pre-ordered already. Like he he has officially. We we started to diving. Sean on this show as Special K, but he is also Obi Sean on the Force Diet podcast, and I could not be happier to have uh, shoved him headfirst into the comic reading. And collecting, yeah, he's gonna. It's gonna be interesting. He's, he's been talking to me about CGC books already. I'm like, yeah, you're going nose, you're nose diving into the deep end. Yeah, I mean, he went, he went straight in for it. I mean, good for him. He got a, a first edition issue of the High Republic number one with and, a beautiful cover by Phil Nato. Yeah, looks great. And uh, he's like, yep, I'm gonna get this one graded. I have another one already, so I'm gonna get this one graded. I said. You go for it, man. You should just come to C2E2 with us. Uh, absolutely. By the way, those of you who play the C2E2 game, every time it's mentioned on the show, drink. Two professional limbo players walk into a bar. You really would have thought they'd have that figured out by now. <laughs> should be so good at that. I wonder what my parents did to fight boredom before the internet. I asked my 15 brothers and sisters, but they didn't know either. <laughs> Shut the door! <laughs> Shut the door! What do you call a typo on a headstone? A grave mistake? That's it. 
<laughs> Guys, it really, really hurts me to say this, but um, I have a sore throat. <laughs> Who are two good friends you should always take fishing? Annette and Rod. <laughs> At first, I thought my chiropractor wasn't any good, but now I stand corrected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My wife said, you really have no sense of direction, do you? I said, where did that come from? Hey, what do a tick and the Eiffel Tower have in common? They're both Paris sites. All right. John, don't battle them. Just let them out. I have to battle don't, them. Don't scroll past it. Just do it. Uh, no, I'll just do this one. Um, I want to name my puppies Rolex and Timex so I can have watchdogs. Nice. One's going to be it's way more one. expensive. Hey, guys, how does a demon stay fit? He exercises. <laughs> there it is. Whoa. There Ooh. it is. Poop jokes aren't my favorite kind of joke, but they're a solid number two. Oh, I dig it. <laughs> solid. I'm at a solid one. Anyway. <clears throat> what did cannibals serve at the beginning of a dinner party? Handshakes. Oh, Ooh. man. Mm. I love telling my dad jokes. Sometimes he even laughs. There it is. <laughs> there That's it. it is. That's it. All right, we're going to wrap it up on that one because how do you not finish so strong? All right, we have reached the part of the episode where we fulfill the commitment of telling all of our Patreon members and supporters thank you. I'm looking over at Laser Eric, whose mouth just dropped to the floor. Is this something we need to talk about or cover after the fact? Um, Let's talk next week. Let's make sure it's legitimate. There's an E3 leak rumor about 2K is reportedly set to announce a new XCOM game built in the Marvel Universe. Oh, wow. Okay, we'll talk about that next yeah, week. that's next yeah. week. Let that's me have some time week. on that one. All right. <laughs> Dang leaks. Dang it. WikiLeaks. Anyway, um, we do a big shout-out to our Patreon supporters at the producer level and above. And as always, we start off with our buddy Keith Jefferson. Uh, Keith is the OG supporter who came out of the gate real strong and has been supporting us at the producer level from the start. He is a self-described geek and a wonderful dad in his own right. And, of course, we have another producer-level friend, but I'm definitely going to let John take the reign on this one because he's his co-host on the Force Dyad podcast. Yeah, stole it. Special K, uh, also known as Obi Sean. Um, great dad. Supported us so well um, over the last year and a half now almost right year and a half. isn't it crazy yeah. um 64 episodes in plus after hours plus some extra additions all together we have 84 total episodes crushing it um so I thank you it. thank you very much for all your support and uh I keep doing the dad thing out there why don't you go ahead and uh run the next one and i'll finish this up we got rob ryan <laughs> <laughs> excellent dude <laughs> <laughs> Great at a board game. He's got one for you if you dig him. Yeah, not not quite a dad yet. He, I'm sure. I hope he's practicing. But, yep. but he is a Patreon supporter at the producer level. He's pretty awesome, dude. Um, 
I mean, he just got his own condo. He's, I mean, he's living life. He's taking he, off, man. I, I don't even know what he's going to do this summer with his own place. I have ideas. We won't talk. He's I don't. Play I, board don't games. I actually don't want to know. <laughs> I was about to say, do we have to wait to the after hours to talk about that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, but of course. I mean, we appreciate you, I mean, you just listen to his name, Rob Ryan. Uh, it, Brandon, I love it. Probably going to be ten cameras set up in his, <laughs> his condo. <laughs> in about three weeks, when summer heat really kicks in, we're going to be pinching the Rob Ryan OnlyFans account. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, what's your name? And what are you here to do today? <laughs> Oh, he's here to help his stepsister who's stuck in a washer or whatever. Don't come up behind me. Oh, stepbrother, what are you doing? Anyway, we're moving on from that because it's completely inappropriate and saving it for the after hours. Best big brother. Oh, Oh my my God. God. That's what she said. Anyway, let's go ahead and move on to our I Love You 3000 member, and that is Joe Perezident. You might know his name. It sounds familiar. It's because he was involved in last week's episode, episode 63. He is a member of the founding member of the Comic Shop Couch podcast and an all-around great dude. We really appreciate Joe. He is a dad. But before that, he was a geek and continues to be one and is awesome to have him be a part of the show. I've got to shout him out, too. He's got a great taste in beer. Yeah, he does. I was all he jacked up. We was talking about zombie dust. I've been to that brewery. I've met the guy who runs it. I've, I've seen his office. His whole office is lined up with, with like comic book art. It's actually really awesome. This is going to be a, uh, a first for us in the show. Uh, we're going to shout out Joe's wife, Mandy. Oh, yeah? Because she was the one drinking the zombie dust. There we go. So there you go. There we go. Mandy does great work. I believe she publishes their show as well, so... <clears throat> just um, goals. Anyway, <laughs> goals. Uh, we good for you, yeah. Joe. Good for you. But we definitely appreciate you and the rest of our Patreon supporters. And uh, you have all definitely earned a big round of applause. All right, everybody. So listen, as we finish these beers and say cheers, we thank all of you for listening. Uh, Please remember to like, rate, review, and definitely share our podcast no matter where you are listening to us at. You can check us out on patreon.com slash galactic dads to get access to that super sweet after-hour show we keep talking about and we're about to record. Uh, That is a bonus episode exclusive only to Patreon subscribers. And, of course, there's much more exciting content there. Plus, you get to get your hands on sweet Galactic Dads merch. Till next episode, we thank you for listening and keep on doing the dad thing. Cheers. Cheers. See you.